the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, see, already, already I have begun with a controversial statement. Do you realize that? Ladies and gentlemen is not said any longer on many airlines. It is not boys and girls is not said at schools. Ladies and gentlemen is not said on the tube in uh, in England, not said on the New York subway. The the hate that is inherent to saying ladies and gentlemen because you are excluding people who do not have either a female or male identity. The number of people to whom that applies is so uh, infinitesimally small as to render the uh, objection to it absurd. Really totalitarian, because he who controls the language controls the culture. So I just wanted you to know the, the inherent drama, not to mention immorality of my saying, ladies and gentlemen, one more word about that. I said inherent drama. One of the ways to understand people on the left, I'm not talking liberals, I'm talking left, make that clear every day, is their love of drama. Do you have a drama queen or a drama king in your family? If you do, you know exactly what I'm talking about. People who loathe calm, right? That's what a drama queen is. A person who is literally rendered mad when things are calm. So they must stir up drama to feel alive. That's a drama queen. That's the left. This country was too calm. Incredibly blessed. The vast majority of its citizens getting along with one another. Every race, creed, color, ethnicity, sexual orientation. But that is exactly what drives these people, the drama queens of our society, crazy. Do you accept that analysis, Mr. Producer? It makes perfect sense. Calm. For most people, calm is calming. For a certain percentage of society, calm is tension-inducing. I don't, I feel dead. That's what it is. They feel dead when there are no riots, no systemic change. Oh, my God. The very love of change is part of that nature. Right? I mean, if things are pretty, pretty good, why do you want to change them? 
because you're bored. You're dead inside without change. And that was right. Hope and change. The, the most incredible motto of a presidential campaign in my lifetime. Hope and change was such a giveaway. You really mean most Americans needed a message of hope? The freest, most affluent society in human history needed a message of hope? Ah, but what about those who have not benefited from that? They have inherent hope too. All Most of these people can change their own lives without changing society. I'm all for change. Personal change. It's a very different change, isn't it? Go to work. Work hard. Be responsible. Don't get pregnant if you're not married. Don't impregnate anyone if you're not married. Go to church each week. Learn wisdom. Get much more wisdom from the Bible than from the secular alternatives. But that's boring. Self-change. Want to change the society. See, I'm preoccupied with many things. One of them is analyzing the Bolsheviks in our midst. You know, I've, I've now realized I prefer to call them Bolsheviks than communists. I'll tell you why. The, the left is a minority in, in America. Liberals and left are perhaps a majority, if the last presidential election would be the barometer. How did the Bolsheviks take over if they were a minority? Well, I'll tell you an interesting story that you probably don't know. How did they get the name? This was a brilliant Lenin tactic, and the left has used it to its benefit to this day. They, they own the language. In Russia in 1917, the year of the Russian revolutions, there were two of them. One was overthrowing the czar. The other, let's see, March and October. So the other one was a half year later. And that was overthrowing the, the first revolution to create a communist revolution. Now, the people who did the overthrowing, the leaders of the left, there were two groups, Bolsheviks and Mensheviks. Now, here's the, here's the kicker. Bolshevik means majority, Nick. You ever heard of the Bolshoi ballet? It comes from the same root. Bolshoi means big in Russian. So the Bolsheviks were the majority Nicks. The Mensheviks were the minority Nicks. But the Mensheviks were in the majority. It's literally the opposite of reality. So that was the... Everything that took place in the Russian Revolution, almost not, not, not everything, but virtually everything, or much of it, is being replicated today. Where you have... The uh, what is it? Uh, what are they called? Uh, those the women in the uh, in the in the Democratic Party, Ilan Omar and the, and the others. What are they? What are they called again? The Squad? No, yeah. it is the Squad. Yeah. So the Squad wants to be the Bolsheviks. 
They are Bolsheviks. And the universities are run by Bolsheviks. And the uh, uh, Twitter is run by a Bolshevik. These people do not represent the majority of Americans by any means. It's not even close. If you took a, a, a secret ballot, how many of you think that an airplane should not say ladies and gentlemen because there might be someone on board who doesn't think that it is either or they are either a lady or a gentleman? What do you think the vote would be in America? Do you know that the votes in California, the most left-wing state in the country, uh, if, uh, if, if you were to take the governorship and, and the, 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 the assembly and, and the Senate of the state as examples, do you know that uh, they, it's, I'm amazed, Californians rejected a proposition that would have reinstated affirmative action. I was shocked. Give you an idea how little the Bolsheviks are in America. That is a, uh, a great example. In California, they rejected affirmative action. Yet if you reject affirmative action at a university, if any professor said that's wrong, we have to be race blind, that, w- that person would be ostracized if not fired from the university because Bolsheviks run the universities. Maumee High School outside of Toledo. I said Maumee. Maumee High School outside of Toledo said, you know what? Pick a Prager University uh, video and, you know, write something on it for extra credit so that you get the other side, all sides of an issue. One woman, one woman took her uh, daughter out of class and the, uh, the, the high school completely buckled. No more PragerU videos at Maumee High School. That was supported by the Toledo Blade. They wrote a whole editorial on PragerU uh, video being shown at a high school. Because the woman is a Bolshevik. It's Veterans Day. God bless you, veterans. Talk about that, too. 1-8-Prager-776. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Gonna make this place your home.
Hey everybody, you're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. Glad you are. There's a lot to say here. A lot to say. 1-8-Prager-776. And I'm just reconnecting, my friends. Forgive me. A lot of issues, technically. What can I say? Glad you uh, you agree with me. Veterans Day today. And you, you, you wonder, how does the left view people who have served? I mean, it's a very fair question. If the country is truly rotten, which is their left view of the country, not liberals' view. Liberals just wimp out and vote left, but they don't share the left's views. So why why celebrate veterans? They served a r- systemically racist society, correct? I'm sure in any event, leftists are not going gung-ho for uh, Veterans Day. <laughs> but even Memorial Day, Veterans Day salutes veterans. Memorial Day salutes those who died serving the country. What did these people fight for? Do you know I asked Howard Zinn, one of the original Bolsheviks, uh, he came on this show, the man whose uh, mendacious volume... What is it, a people's history of the United States? Just used in so many schools. They won't show five minutes of a Prager video, but they will uh, uh, use a Howard Zinn book for a year. The, the, the reason is obvious. Five minutes can undo a semester. You know, we our original motto was, give us five minutes, we'll give you a semester. I have, a, I have a variation on that theme. Give us five minutes, we'll undo your semester. That's really true. And they know that. That is why always, absolutely always, where the left is in charge, they suppress speech. The, the great antidote to Bolshevism uh, is free speech. And they know it. So happy Veterans Day, meaningful Veterans Day to all of you who have served. wonder what enrollment is like these days in the armed forces in the United States. Is it up? Is it down? Is it the same? wonder how much of the left has seeped into the military. I mean, do they all have to undergo a critical race thinking uh, at their base? In fact, the military is known for exemplary interracial relations. Is that correct? Yes. Chicago, Tom, Dennis Prager, hello. Hello, Dennis. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Dennis, I'm a first-time caller. been listening to you for years. Love your show. Great. I, I was calling because I was listening to your, uh, what's your monologue regarding... Um, the left and how they need like excitement. They're they're just bored at their soul, and they just they're not happy when things are calm. And it got me to thinking about um, what I've learned about children of adult alcoholics. They're, so these are children that grew up in 
homes where the adult was an alcoholic. And one of the traits that they have is that just what you described is they need excitement because they grew up in such a tumultuous type of uh, environment that even as they grow up, they cannot, they're not happy unless there's some type of chaos in their life. I, I never heard that. It's very interesting. How do you know this? Um, from personal experience. And, uh, you, wait, so, excuse I, me, you're the child of an alcoholic? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are, are you a drama queen? No. I've, I, I've worked hard. Interesting. I've grown up, and it, it took a lot of work, but I, I brought it back. I, when I was a kid, I probably was. But the other thing that I, I listened to what you mentioned is that when you think about the Bolsheviks and the Russians, they do tend to like their vodka. Right, and therefore? Therefore, a lot of adult alcoholics. Yeah, no, I have no... Well, it's a, it, that's a crisis in uh, Russia. It's always been. Uh, alcohol is a, is a national crisis in, uh, in Russia. That's, that's correct. No, my... Uh, thank you. My theory on the drama queen element makes perfect sense. Conservatives love calm. Right? I mean, you, you may say we're wrong. There should be tumult. But at least you can't deny my analysis. Leftists, by definition, love tumult. And people on the right, by definition, love calm. So the left's answer to that phenomenon is, oh, of course you like it calm because you have it so good. So you don't want to rock the boat of your privilege. That's their answer. Get it? However, there are so many privileged people who love tumult. The number of rich leftists is probably greater than the number of rich conservatives. How many billionaire leftists can you name? Virtually every billionaire's name you know. How many billionaire conservatives can you name? Think about it. How many? There's no comparison. So the issue isn't, oh, we're privileged. And what what about all the the middle class and lower middle class conservatives? How do you explain that? Why don't they want tumult? So this has to do a lot with nature and nurture. There are people who are born with a nature that wishes to disturb, that is disturbed and and finds disturbance the, the best possible state. It's a very, obviously, it's such a problem that it could crush our society. We, we have had it very good. We have had it calm. When people look back at the 50s, that's what they hate is the calm. Oh, the, you know, the boring. That's what they call it. That's it. Isn't that true? They call the 50s boring because the 50s had very few riots. The 50s, you know... See the USA in your Chevrolet. You know, that was the, 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 great, the great issues for many Americans were, will I be able to get a dishwasher? That's a great invention. This drives people on the left crazy. My friends, hi. 
Georgia will have a hand recount because the difference is so uh, is so minuscule between the two presidential candidates. Nearly 5 million, 4.9 million votes, and the difference is uh, 14,000. More than 4.9 million ballots in Georgia, 14,000. What is, what is the... What is the percentage? I mean, that's really, that's small almost anywhere. 14,000 votes. Of course, everybody knows that if, in fact, a recount came, resulted in declaring President Trump reelected, there would be vast rioting in the country. See? We don't riot. Our side doesn't riot. Isn't that interesting? So, wh- how do you explain that? Remember the 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 mass fury when Donald Trump was elected in 2016. We're going into resistance. We won't visit on Thanksgiving if our parents or siblings voted for Trump. One rabbi in the San Francisco area made a mockery of Judaism and actually went into Shiva, which is the the seven days of mourning when an immediate relative dies because the left has poisoned Judaism just as it has poisoned Christianity. Remember I, I played for you the rabbi who, on uh, what is it, Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah, he chanted... It's the two holiest days of the Jewish calendar. He, he was on Zoom, so I saw it. And uh, New Jersey in a Reformed temple. He chanted, instead of the words of the prophets, he chanted the words of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If Onion, the Onion, or uh, who's that other, the great... Uh, Babylon I'm sorry? The Babylon Bee. Yeah, the Babylon Bee, which is just uh, hilarious. If they had put this out, everybody would have left. He he. The mockery that rabbi made of Judaism, like the one on the West Coast, they don't even realize that they are a caricature of religion. It's like the stripper for Christ. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, how could you forget it? Said Sean. I know. I know exactly what awakens him. It is. It's. It's very predictable. It's uh, it, it these are buffoons. The rabbi sits shiva sings sings Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't I don't even say their names because my intent is not to humiliate them. They, they've done a good enough job with themselves, and I want to show that I'm not vindictive. My intent is not to hurt them. My intent is to protect Judaism and Christianity. By the way, talking about uh, Judaism and Christianity, a, a truly uh, Jewish giant of, of scholarship and teaching uh, has shockingly just died, Jonathan Sachs. He was the chief rabbi of Britain for many years. He was a member of the House of Lords, who so is Lord Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. I didn't know this, but there is a video 
of me of interviewing him and having a dialogue with him a number of years ago in Canada. And uh, we should put it up. I think people would find it fascinating. Uh, it was made uh, for and by Chabad, the Jewish organization, and we were at their retreat in Whistler for Passover. We were the two speakers. I was really stunned when uh, when I heard that he died, didn't even though he was ill. What does it say in the Bible? Isn't there a line, do not believe in yourself until the day of your death? Did you ever hear that phrase? No? I know it in Hebrew, so I, I assume it's from the Bible, but I'm not certain. You see, in other words, nobody knows. Nobody knows. So don't don't be cocky. Death is humbling. What is it? There's a Persian saying, at the end of the chess game, the king and the pawns go into the same box. Isn't that a great saying? People don't talk about death. Uh, It's uh, the Ernest Becker theory of the denial of death. It's an interesting thing. I wonder if people spoke about it more in the Middle Ages because it was so much more ubiquitous. Be that as it may, may he rest in peace. And uh, interesting call. Gainesville, Florida. Steve, hello. Hello. Gainesville is just north of Micanopy and just south of High Springs. Well done. Well done, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) You, You definitely prepared that one. Yes, I was thinking about it. Yeah, all right, hold on. I'll take it in a moment. (laughs) The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. Let me go back to this Dennis Prager. Back to Gainesville, Florida, which is near High Springs and uh, Beverlyville. (laughs) Wait, so what were the two cities you mentioned? Micanopy is south and High Springs is north. Excellent. Now I know where you are. Okay. Anyway, I knew Gainesville. It's too big for you to to bluff me. Right. Yeah. All right. Take it away. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I, I had some happy news I wanted to share because yesterday in the podcast I was listening to this morning, you were talking about all the people who were stressed out in their families because of the, you know, the Republican-Democrat divide and all. And um, I have a sister who's five years younger than me, and she's the feeling part of the family, and I'm the analytical part of the family, although I was leaning hard left until I was in my mid-30s. When I started looking at um, issues, I I turned Republican, and in January, I was talking to my sister about the upcoming election, and she was very negative about Trump and how could anybody and, you know, the whole thing. And we would try to talk a little bit, and she would say, we can't talk about this. And I'd say, well, I can talk about it. If you can't talk about it, that's okay. But if you want to, I can talk about it. And she's a smart lady, and every now and then she would say something, and I would say some, I would answer with some sort of a tidbit of fact, you know, something that actually happened, like the tax 
the money coming back or the black unemployment or, you know, just some little tidbit like that and not push it or anything. And, um, and then I would, you know, send her a text with uh, a link to your show or Dennis Prager. I, I mean, um, um, Prager you? No. Uh, yeah. Any kind of a Ben Shapiro uh, podcast that I, yeah. Ben Shapiro. Right. That, mm-hmm. that I listened to and, um, and, and go on. So we were talking in November, we, we were talking again, and, and I was, well, how are you leaning? And she's saying, well, I'm, I'm going to, I just, I have got, I've got to vote for Trump, and I just about fell over dead. And, and then I talked to her just after she said she had voted, and I'd say, well, how did you do down ballot? And so so in, an, in, in a sentence, what did it, all the things you sent her? Uh, well, just that I didn't push her very hard, and I but- trusted that she was, smart and I kept the communication line open and uh, just I, I got her to listen to something other than uh, CNN and, and NPR alright look I'm very happy for you I'm happy for the country and I'm happy for you these uh, intra-family rifts are very awful the worst of course are between spouses because it's a you see, the the difference is not just a values difference. There's a psychological difference. That's why I spent a good chunk of this hour analyzing the the love of drama that is inherent to the left and has always been. They hate calm. They think calm means no moral progress. But that's what they attach to their inner nature rebelling at calm. I revel in calm. As I've said to you in you know my self revealing comments, I, I've I've said and I'm not obviously I don't know how I would react under the circumstance, but I when I think if I would be on a plane that was going down, the screaming would uh disorient me more than the plane going down, the panic. I would hope, I'm not sure I could, I would do it, nobody knows. I would hope that I would get up and read Psalm 23 for the people in the airplane. It's a bizarre thing. I don't think most people think, how would I react if I run a plane going down? But I think about it, and not because I know what I would do. I, I might be screaming myself. But I... I know what what I hate is panic. And the left is the world of panic. There's there's always something horrific from the past and there's always a future that's horrific that they will that they alone can stop. The shutdowns what they have done. Do you know I I'm going to read this later in the show, but I want to give you a headline. Associated Press, November 9th. What is today? The 11th. From London. Some young children have forgotten how to eat with a knife and fork. This is the Associated Press, folks. This is not a right-wing source. And others have regressed back. It's It's redundant. The writing is just deteriorating as the schools don't teach grammar and language. They teach 
anti-racism. And others have regressed into diapers as the coronavirus pandemic and related school closures take a toll on young people's learning, the UK education watchdog said Tuesday. I will read to you more of that later. Why didn't kids go to school in, in the UK? The same stupid reason they didn't go here. The, the, the panic mongers have won, even, even affecting conservative leaders. Yeah, it's a good one, an important one. I'm Dennis Prager, and John in Piatone, if that's how you pronounce it, Illinois. Hi. It is. Great. It is. Hi. You uh, wanted to know what kind of people we're getting in the military these days, and I will tell you on the enlisted side, military's pretty big about, you know, you don't get in unless you're cleaned. Snowflakes do not get past the military. They just don't. Now, you should understand that anybody is that is a bird colonel on up is a political appointee. So they can be one way or the other. But at the at the enrollment the listed side, if you got in, you're clean. And, and, you're I, not and what about person. the numbers? Are as many uh, applying? Um, well, you know what? It's it's relatively peacetime. There hasn't been a, a demand for uh, enrollment into the military like there used to be during the, the conflicts. You know, during the Obama years. Uh-huh. So so it's and getting I don't want to make it, it it's, political, but that's but, what it is. But it's filling to the numbers it's, that are needed. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Nice to hear that. Ellen in Cypress, California. Hello. Hi, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. Um, In response to your question, uh, why do why do they riot? And I I think you meant the left. I said the left liberals too, but I've always thought. That it's because we're the adults. Well, it, it seems like they're the brats. Uh, they they are the ones that don't grow up like little children. That is correct. I'm sorry to let you go, but that is that you made your point, and I have a little time. But that that is exactly right. That that is why one of the great left right differences is people on the left have problems. People on the right have problems. People on the left blame America. People on the right blame life or themselves, which is correct. Life is filled with problems, whether you live in America or the South Pole. That's just the way it is. That is entirely accurate about the maturity aspect. And, the, well, part that's part of the reason that people on the left adulate youth. People on the right do not. People on the right try to impart wisdom to youth. People on the right try to train youth to be adults. It is a good thing to grow up. Talked about this yesterday. There was When I was a kid, you wanted to be a grown-up. That was the term for adult. It's not used today because people don't grow up. You think the rioters are grown-ups? If you took 50 of them off the street and met them, you could be impressed with them as people.
Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a trained engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day. And after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95. And you should know this, about 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 